But it is good to be with you again, church. And I really hope that you're just uh, seeing God do great things in your life at the moment and believing God for great things in your life as well. But last week on the news, some of you may have seen a story about a Ford Falcon XAGT. And the reason that this car made the news was because this car is really rare and sought after. And even though the owner of this car knew the potential cost of of what it was worth and what it could achieve, in 1988, the owner felt like the price of insurance and the rising cost of fuel made it too expensive to drive And so it's been parked in his chook shed ever since. I think we've got a photo of it here that you can see now. But when he passed away recently, the family decided to put the car up for auction with the starting bid of just $9, with the final winning bid being $300,909. And the reason that this story caught my attention was that even though the owner of the car was wasting its potential, there was someone else who was watching on, who knew exactly what that car was worth, what it was capable of doing, and was willing to pay an extremely high price for the opportunity to restore this car to its original glory. And I'm convinced of this that we too have so much kingdom potential within us, so many gifts and talents that God has placed within us that we too sometimes see as too expensive to utilize or, or too hard to use. So we put it all aside and move on with our life. And yet Jesus is willing to pay and has paid an extremely high price for the opportunity to see us and our lives restored to who we could originally be, the people that God has called us to be. And all he does is he asks us to come follow him to go on that journey of restoration and salvation to become the people that God wants us to be. And one of the earliest examples of this in the New Testament is in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 to 22. This is where Jesus is called the disciples to himself. And it says in verse 18, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, For they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them and immediately they left their nets, left the boat and their father and they followed him. So I've called this message today, come follow me. Come follow me. Three simple words, one powerful invitation that has the potential to change and transform a life. 
an invitation that was given to those young fishermen over 2,000 years ago. And it's an invitation that Jesus is still giving to you and I today. And look, I don't know about you, but I still find this fascinating about how these young men were willing to just leave everything to follow Jesus. Like verse 20 and verse 22, it says, Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Immediately they left their boat and their father and they followed him. And look, I know Pastor Shane Willard has got this whole teaching on of why they did it and all that kind of thing, but I still find it amazing. I mean, seriously, could you imagine being at work one day when some guy that you hardly even know walks past and says, come follow me, and immediately you drop your tools and say, yeah, right, oh, I'll follow you. I mean, it's incredible, isn't it? Imagine that. Just like, yeah, it's a pretty slow day. Sucks to be a fisherman. Why not? I'll follow you. But that's what happens when we get a clear word from God when you know that Jesus is calling you to follow him, it changes everything. In an instant, you know that your life is going to be so different the way, from the way that you've always lived. It's just about to change. There's a sense of faith, a sense of assurance and a confidence that only the Holy Spirit can give. And we might not know all the details of what will happen when we choose to follow Jesus. But three things that we do know that will happen when we choose to follow him are number one, we'll begin to live a life beyond ourselves. Verse 19, Jesus said, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Jesus makes it clear that our journey with him is about a whole lot more than just ourselves. It's about taking others on the journey with us. And I love how Jesus explained this to them in a way and in a language that they could understand. I mean, have you ever noticed that he only ever said to fishermen, I will make you fishers of men. I'm sure if he was talking to farmers, he would have said, Come follow me and I will make you harvesters of men. Or like when he spoke to the rich young ruler, he said, come follow me and you'll learn what it is to be generous towards the poor. That's because I believe that Jesus was wanting to say to these guys, I want to, I want to use those skills that you have, those gifts that you have, those, those things that come so naturally to you to help others to come to know me. And I want to encourage you as well, church, that there's some things that come so natural to you, skills that you have, gifts and talents that are in you that Jesus wants to use to help others come on that journey of knowing him, whatever those skills may be whether it's hospitality, whether it's trade skills or craftsmanship, whether it's a creativity or entrepreneurship, administration or leadership, there's gifts and skills and talents in all of our lives that when we choose to follow Jesus can be used as an awesome kingdom purpose 
to bring others on a journey. And see, I think it's really important for us to understand this, to understand that we have gifts and talents, things that come so natural to us that God wants to use. Otherwise, we'll spend our lives trying to be somebody else or sound like somebody else, to have the skills and the knowledge of somebody else, to feel confident enough to be able to ask someone if they too would like to follow Jesus. Because we'll never feel quite qualified to just be who we are and know that Jesus can use us just the way we are if we don't understand that we've been given those skills and given those gifts. And I want to encourage you this morning, church. Some of those things that come so natural to you that you view as ordinary can actually be a superpower in the kingdom of God. Come follow me, Jesus said to those fishermen, and I'll make you fishers of men. First thing that happens when we choose to follow Jesus is that we will get a focus for those outside of ourselves and live a life beyond ourselves. Second thing that happens is this, when we choose to follow Jesus, we're called from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Verse 21, going on from there, he saw two brothers James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. And they were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, preparing their nets. See, James and John, they were just ordinary good guys helping out their dad in the family business, probably doing what their father had done and what their grandfather had done before him. And it was good. It was stable. It was all they'd ever known was to be fishermen. But when Jesus called them, he called them away from the ordinary and the comfortable into the extraordinary and the unknown. He took them on a journey of discipleship and development, helping them to become amazing leaders in the early church, something that they would have never experienced if they'd just chosen to live the comfortable and familiar over the unknown and living in the faith zone. I remember when I was 23 years old, I was just beginning my journey with Jesus and and understanding what it was to follow him. And I remember just having this picture one night during worship and Jesus speaking to me. And he said very clearly to me, Dean, if all you see yourself is one of the boys, then that's all you're ever going to be just a face in the crowd. And in that moment, I understood that Jesus was saying to me, if you want to live an ordinary life, that's fine, but you're going to reap ordinary results. And obviously it was my choice how I chose to respond to that word. But it's the same for you and I today. We'll never develop a spirit of faith living in a comfortable place. We'll never develop a spirit of patience without situations that require it. And we'll never produce extraordinary results with God and for God while we're trying to do it living in an ordinary way. Choosing to follow Jesus will always take us from the ordinary and the comfortable into the extraordinary and remarkable. And it's a great journey to take. 
And the third thing that happens when we choose to follow Jesus is that he doesn't look at who we are. He looks at who we can become. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. If you've got your Bible, I want you to underline those words. I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and they followed him. See, these young men, they they didn't realize at the time, but Jesus was saying, I don't see you as who you are right now. I see you for who you can become. I see the potential within you. Right now, you are just ordinary, uneducated fishermen. But come and hang out with me for three and a half years. Let me impart a kingdom mentality into you. Let me teach you my view on the world and how it works and on life. Let me show you by example what love looks like. Learn my calling and my purposes for your lives. And you will become pillars of the early church. You will take my gospel to the ends of the earth. You will heal sick people and see life come back to the dead. You will do amazing things, not because of who you are right now, but because of what I see in you, and I will make you into those kinds of people. See, Jesus isn't looking for people who's got it all together. He's looking for people who are willing. I mean, have you ever noticed how often Jesus looked beyond the synagogues and beyond the temples beyond the educated to find his, uh, the, his disciples. He looked at the edges of lakes and, and in tax collecting booths. He called people down from sycamore trees and he met them while traveling along the road. Jesus chose people from all walks and classes of life and gave the same invitation, come follow me. And maybe you're here today listening to this message and and there's something inside of you that desires to live that purposeful, outward-focused, extraordinary life with Jesus. But you're not feeling good enough. You're not feeling spiritual enough. You're not feeling educated enough. Maybe there's even been some comments made to you by well-meaning friends that have made you doubt yourself and your ability to do anything great for God. I want to encourage you today that if you choose to follow him, Jesus will make you into all that he's called you to be. And I absolutely believe this in Jesus' name. And look, as I close today, I'd love to leave us with some questions to wrestle with throughout the week. Some things to help us understand the journey of what it is to follow Jesus. Number one, have I chosen to live a life beyond myself and have chosen to help others on their journey to know Jesus? Is that something that you've chosen to do? If so, what's their name? How are you helping them on their journey? Number two, am I wanting to do extraordinary things in my life but not willing to leave my comfort zone or the familiar. I believe that when we choose to follow Jesus, there's something, a seed of something inside of us where we want to do great things for God, but we'll never do it living a comfortable life. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you out of that. And number three, have you ever felt unqualified or disqualified to serve Jesus? 
Who do you believe Jesus is calling you to become? What's holding you back? Maybe you've been listening to this message and it's sparked a, a sense of faith or a sense of vision or a, or a sense of curiosity of, of where you want to know more about what Jesus has in store for your life. And if that's you today, I believe Jesus would say to you the exact same thing that he said to those young men back, back then. Come follow me. And you can do that by simply opening your heart and saying a very simple prayer, something along the lines of, Jesus, I want to know who you are and I want to follow you. I want to know more about what you have for my life. And look, to help us, help you a little bit more on that journey, here's Kate to tell you a little bit more about how you can follow him. Thanks, church. And I just hope that this week, and I pray that this week is going to be a great week of just understanding what it is to be following Jesus.